0: This podcast is Intel Enhanced. To see pictures, articles and links of what's being discussed, download the Intel app. Hello,
1: welcome to The Big Scuba Show.
2: Thank you so much. We're really excited to be here. My name is Manuel Bustelo. Manu the shortest version of the name. And I'm happy to be in The, Scuba, the Big Scuba Podcast uh, together with Ian and Gemma.
3: Hi Ian. Hi Gemma. I am Alana. I'm super excited to be here uh, spending time with all these uh, divers that are so inspiring to me.
0: Welcome back to the Big Scooper podcast. We are your hosts Gemma and Ian. Before we get cracking with today's episode, we just want to make sure you have hit that follow button or the subscribe button, depending on what platform you are listening on. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you enjoy what you're going to hear today, we would really appreciate it if you can leave a review and a five-star rating. So now that's out of the way, we just want to say welcome and thank you for all tuning in. And now it's time to dive into today's episode.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Big Scoop podcast. It's another week, another episode. It's another day. Hello and welcome. My name's Ian. I am one of the co-hosts. And with me is...
0: Hello Gemma, I'm the other co-host, so yes. happy, well we're recording this on Sunday, a sunny Sunday.
1: Yeah, so, uh, well, PR on Monday, so happy Monday. Happy Monday. It's that... <laughs> a band, happy, the Happy Mondays, you remember the band, Happy Mondays?
0: Mm, that's a song, wasn't it?
1: No, it's the band.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Happy Monday. Anyway,
1: let's move on. So welcome and thanks for downloading this episode. We uh, dive and podcast and we talk about all things having fun under the water and above the water. Because sometimes we go paddleboard boarding and, and yeah. kayak and etc. Like some other divers do as well.
0: Yeah, they? well, so. if you're involved in the watery world, yeah, there's various things you could get up to,
2: isn't there?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, this week we have got uh, another guest. We've actually got two guests um, mm-hmm. for you. Uh, They've been travelling around Europe. Um, as part of this uh, sustainable initiative uh, that they uh, put together with Dan Europe and Hyundai Cars and Mm -hmm. a whole host of other um, brands. And uh, they've been going around Europe. They did that last year. And then this summer, they've been going around the UK, Ireland, Ireland. Scotland, Scotland. Um, yeah. been, been to Scabra, I believe.
0: Yeah, they've been right up north. And then, um, well, since we've spoken to them, they've been out yeah. in
1: the west. Yeah, been Fourth Element and uh, Cornwall and all around that way, haven't mm. they? So uh, we've got, coming up, is Manuel Bastillo. And I'm so hope I've got this pronunciation <laughs> right. So sorry if I haven't. Is And also Alana Alvarez.
0: Yes, and they do say what their names are as we uh, get to talk to them.
1: Um, Sorry to add a bit of Norfolkism there, but there we go. That's the best I can do. In a Um, Spanish accent. Yes, sorry. So (laughs) we do our best. But anyway, uh, so they're coming up um, and uh, they're involved with Dan Europe and uh, they are going to be talking to us all about this sustainability journey that they're on. Yeah, the very... Someone else who's... uh, on a journey
0: yeah and they're all really enthusiastic yeah. aren't they
1: yeah divers who are on a journey who, who thought about that and one?
0: they met on a bus didn't they yeah of <laughs> course
1: they talk about how they met and um and also talk about the whole you know the, why they're doing it mm, really yeah and, um, no it's
0: good to good listen they aren't
1: just aimlessly traveling around the UK there, <laughs> a, and actually a point to it as well yeah. so uh, which is really cool um We've got a few shout-outs, actually, uh, we need to do before we get to uh, both those guys. Um, we haven't really done much this week, have we?
0: No. Well, it's been a bit of a week, isn't it? We had the Queen's Funeral on Monday. Yeah. So we've uh,
1: and just... And just been work, really.
0: Yeah. We've done some work on the website.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, have a look at the website. Let it yep. gives us any feedback. Uh, it looks a bit different and a bit more... Uh, a bit more reflects, e- easy bit more to
0: us, I navigate, I think, is it?
1: yeah i think it's fair point and it's a bit more it's a bit more detailed and there's still work in progress still bits to do on that yeah um, but yeah give us have a look to the website the big scuba uh dot com and, uh, and let us know what you think yeah that'd mm. be really cool uh, any feedback is always appreciated um so that's kind of what we're been up to really this week um what other people have been up to? Well, Shaf. We
0: <laughs> yes. know what Shaf's
1: been up to because we need to say congratulations, Shaf, yeah. to, to uh, Shaf and his wife. and uh, He's become a dad. Yes. Yep. He's congratulations. got a baby daughter. Yes. Yeah. Of so,
0: yeah Some uh, great photos. that um, yeah, very arty photos of her.
1: Yeah, very nice. So, uh, congratulations to them. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure... Uh, you know, you've got all this whole new thing of being a dad, so that's, yeah, that's really cool.
0: It takes a, the priorities changed a little bit,
1: yeah, yeah. So uh, that's really good. Uh, Steve Axel talking about kids. Steve axel has got a great competition out. Uh, you might have seen that already. Um, that's been on some social media, but if you haven't, uh, and you've got a 12, 12 to 14 year old who's a budding diver who was. It doesn't matter whether they are um, a diver already or they're thinking about learning. Um, there's a great competition and you can take part in the in Steve Baxall's series, Deadly Mission Shark, mm. which is going to be out next year. He's recording um, that at take the moment. People to the Bahamas and uh, if the children can't dive, they'll teach them how to dive mm. and they'll have this great experience uh, with Steve and the, I guess the crew. Uh, with sharks,
0: sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it
1: sounds amazing. In fact, I have said said it to my twelve year old. <laughs> You're and, gonna get
0: Skibarnie to enter. Yes, I said
1: uh, you need to get your video because you need to get a video, uh, do a video, and send that in online uh, to why you know you, you want to take part or they. So parents know. <laughs>
0: have a little trick no, no so the video it's just for the t- children <laughs> the
1: i thought about it as well actually. I thought,
0: oh. pretend you're a 12 yeah, yeah well,
1: nearly great. past well, 25 <laughs> i'm not sure about 12 but 25 anyway anyway moving on so you've you got to send the video in by the 7th of october
0: but has the video got to be water related
1: it's got to be why you want to go
0: mm. okay so that's good
1: so uh yeah doesn't have to be very long. It ain't got to be, it's not got to be war and peace, but short video. But it's got to be interesting. Inventive. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise, this could be made in what people just standing. <laughs> I want to be. Oh, I'm a diver. My name's Gemma. I want to be, <laughs> be a diver. Oi. No. So it's not, not that. Um, so yeah, go to, um, if we go to scoop dive magazine, it's all on there. But if you go to uh, BBC website, it's on there as well. Uh, Just look up uh, Steve Baxall's Deadly Series. And and, yeah, it's all on there as well. So it's quite quite a bit online about it. Okay. Uh, Another shout out we've got due to a previous guest, actually. In fact, Grace was one of our very first guests back in 2020.
0: Yeah. She came on with uh, two other girls, um... Inca Cresswell.
1: Yeah.
0: And May Dericott. That's it.
1: Yeah. Uh who were our very first guests. Uh Grace we've um kept in contact with and uh you know uh seen Grace do amazing mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah,
0: she's really flourished. Um we've met her and we've met her dad. She jumped
1: out of a plane as well, hasn't she? I'm sure she I've seen a plane. Yes, she, of she did sky yeah, she did yep. skydiving. Yeah. Learned to be a free diving instructor,
0: yeah. She's a lifeguard Lifeguard. and, yeah,
1: so astronaut, (laughs) Uh, all sorts of things,
0: yeah. She and an amazing photographer as well,
1: yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grace, um,
0: she's now at university as well. She's just a first year,
1: yeah, commencing, and and, um. And her dad is always kept busy by Grace. Yes, he's <laughs> carrying around. Is. He's lovely. Yes. Yeah. 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 So uh, hello to them both. Uh, but Grace has, you know, has been picked up um, by the World Ocean Day Youth Advisory Council.
0: Yeah, so there's, uh, is think really cool. 26 of them representing 20 countries. So that's yeah. really an amazing achievement. That yeah. is, yeah. So. Yeah. Quite exciting. Uh, I think so.
1: Grace, I think, will find uh, for us all. Will be one of the people for the future to keep an eye on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, certainly seems to be, be that way. So uh, well done to Grace. Yeah,
0: no, brilliant. And uh, if you want to go back and listen to Grace's episode.
1: Grace, you need to come on the show again. Mm, find we probably out could do with an update. What else is going on and uh, what you, else you've been up to? Yeah,
0: that's a, yeah. So open invite, Grace. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, diving talks in Portugal. Yeah. That's, that's, That's happening coming up soon,
0: 7th to the 9th of October. Um, are you going? Let us know. Oh, I'd love to go. <laughs> um, that
1: wasn't actually, but if you are going, yeah, it was only a couple of to days, wasn't it? <laughs> represent the big scuba, do let, <laughs> yeah, let us know. That'd yeah, so there's, really there's a
0: good range of speakers um, that are going to be there talking. Some um, have been on
1: the big scuba,
0: yeah, Lee Bishop um, being one of them,
1: yeah. yeah, but there's quite a few. There's, um, so hello to everybody who's going to be going, uh, and it would be good to get your feedback.
0: Yeah, I'm sure there'll looks be...
1: some looks like a really major, you know, not I've not been myself, but it looks like a major
0: yeah.
1: show to attend.
0: And then Dima...
1: Dima Dima's in early November, yeah, 1st of November. Yeah, um,
0: some good... It's all happening, it's all starting, the world. Hello, Tech
1: Clark, <laughs> the former, former guest. Yes,
0: yes, yeah, and he'll definitely be there.
1: Yeah, he's there, so uh, he's leading the way, bless him, so that's really good. Um, what else have we got to? There was some oh, a new another announcement of Women Divers Hall of Fame. Mm.
0: There were three inductees, weren't there?
1: Yeah, and they are uh, first up is er- Erica Lopez from Colombia, Andrea Marshall uh, from Mozambique, and also I believe uh, Sylvia Earle's daughter mm-hmm. uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Oh,
0: that's great. Uh, isn't
1: it? So you know three awesome ladies there who now um, been inductees mm. which is really cool added to the list yeah and she, uh elizabeth taylors in california so hello all three uh be nice to hear from you at some stage and mm. maybe uh, come on that'd be really cool
0: yeah that says no we'll add them to the
1: list yeah uh, um so yeah that'd be really good so uh, a growing band of uh, illustrious ladies leading from illustrious <laughs> ladies yeah so right uh, um so yeah that'd be really good and obviously we always hear from christina who's yeah one of involved as well
0: and we've spoken to Chantel Newman, who um scouts for people to go into the hall of fame yeah yeah so that's another yeah contact Yeah. yeah
1: brilliant um somebody else who's doing some um awesome things coming up uh this week actually if you are in the stony cove uh, diving this week, looking out for Wheels Dan. Do you know who Wheels Dan is? He's a swimmer. He is. Uh, Dan, Wheels Dan is Dan Metcalf. Now, uh, Dan is um, got a bit of a challenge. So, uh, Dan is uh, disabled. He's got muscle paralysis, and um, he has got for, for. He's doing this for charity. There's mm-hmm. a reason why he's doing it. But he's going to do a mile underwater swim. At Stony Cove, which uh, it's going to be, he's going to keep to about six to eight meters with
0: deep. a scuba set on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. You just, uh, you just said swim. swim. It's because
0: I haven't read the article. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the clues in the mile underwater.
0: <laughs> I was just checking, just clarifying. Did you can be snorkeling
1: <laughs> with a very long snorkel.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks, Jen. Gem- uh, that's like, a, one of the classics, anyway. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, anyway, moving on. So, yeah, uh, he's gonna be snorkeling for a whole
0: no, he, using a scuba kit, right?
1: Going to be diving. I for, just
2: wanted for,
1: to clarify, yes, yes, yeah. So, he's gonna be diving for uh, doing a whole mile swim, uh, which is really cool. And he's doing that for the air ambulance, uh, and yes, taking Taken. he's doing that on the uh twenty eighth of September, which is this week
0: it's actually yeah this week coming, yeah.
1: yeah so uh look out for him, uh don't get in his way, you know, because you know sometimes the visibility is can be a little <laughs> bit iffy on the old shelf after a few and schools <laughs> have been jumping in, you know, you know what it's like, but uh yeah, but look out for. Him, if you're up there on the 28th, yeah,
0: that's really good, isn't it? Yeah,
1: so So, good luck with that, Dan, and uh, hope it all goes well.
0: Yeah, and if you want to contribute, we'll put the link in the show notes and uh, so you can read a bit more about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, goes to great cause, Air Ambulance, so uh, that's really cool. Um, and later today, um, I've got my emergency first responder. Uh, refresher course, is Refresher isn't it? course yep. today. Yep. we we'll in safe
0: hands again. <laughs> yes! Always, always
1: are. Always are.
0: Yeah, no, but it's a good thing to do and you need to do that for your dive mastering yep. duties.
1: Yeah. Hello, all you happy people at Crystal Sea Scuba. Yep. I'll see you there later. Uh, yep. Anything else that you've been up to? Well,
0: while you're coming? doing that, I'm going to get out on the water. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm going to go oh, yeah. paddle boarding with Scuba Honey.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. Actually, we were going to do it yesterday, but... Absolutely. shocking day yeah yes so so uh,
0: sky day today, today so, yeah yep, it's so quite nice get out there and uh, see what wildlife we can see and get yeah. a bit of fresh air uh,
1: we have um, a little bit of news on the scuba on the big scuba front so last week uh we told you about and we had an interview with Sean Clements from SDC mm-hmm. watchers so uh, they'll we we'll be sharing more about that diving with it more as time go on uh, really nice watch I walked for across yesterday uh, and it, you know uh it's a looks watch. good. Looks yeah.
0: Good. It's a dive yeah. watch, got not a dive comments. computer. It's
1: nice, yeah. you know. And it uh, looks good. Um so look out for that, will be more sharing. But we've also teamed up with um because we really like this brand mm-hmm. is Waterhole.
0: Yeah, well they've got good um values, haven't they? They're recycling discarded fishing net into yeah. it's all um, these you- ghost
1: nets and mm-hmm. uh, discarded line and sales and all sorts
0: yeah they're making sunglasses litter yeah. picking equipment bags out of sales yeah, yeah. all yeah. sorts of amazing stuff. Yeah.
1: Uh, and their packaging comes in plastic free yeah which is really good yeah um yeah. so look them up here if you're wondering who Water is waterhole.co and if you go to their website and there's something you like there's a promotional code we like to give you a promotional code how you can save some money Um uh, put in big scuba yeah as your promo code and Save yourself some money. How yeah,
0: about that? so it's a very simple code. Big scuba. So all if you're out together. there and you've got
1: a litter pick coming up, or you're um, you're thinking about organising one, because remember when we spoke to Dave Kennard a few weeks mm. ago, he was talking about you know keeping your area, your back garden, so to speak.
0: That's where it starts. Your, your own
1: beaches, Um, you know, is uh, that's where you can do do some good stuff, you know. And uh if you go to Waterhall co you can get all the gear you need
0: yeah they do a big range of sunglasses yeah all different designs yeah um, yeah, yeah and they come in really cool. they come with a case which is a, a good selling point because not often yeah so if happens. you thinking about
1: christmas presents and what have you mm. uh, it's a nice thing to do you can give somebody some nice set of new sunglasses and, and you know you're putting. You Know turning some old nets and what have you into something good,
0: yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so have a look at their website, links in the show notes. Uh, but it's waterhall.co.
1: yeah, okay. Uh, I think that's kind of covered everything over, yeah, yeah. We've it, had a reasonably busy week, yeah. Um, uh, we're hoping to be diving. Um, well, I should be d- teaching the dive mastering, a week's aren't you? Time. yeah. Um, so hopefully, uh, we'll be doing something in the next week or so. But anyway, uh, coming up, so we have got Manuel and Alana. Yep. And uh, they're going to be talking to you about, well, talking to us about the whole sustainability tour, about what they're doing with Dan Europe.
0: About the diving. Yeah. yeah so really uh, interesting.
1: You know, and why they're doing it. Mm. And uh, they're going around with this electric car.
0: Yeah, pure electric. So they've had to charge it all across their journeys. So, yeah. yeah, so
1: they're going to talk to us about that. So uh, sit back, let's do that, and um, we'll catch you afterwards.
0: Yep. Yeah, thanks for listening.
1: Okay, everyone, uh, thanks for joining us. So we've uh, got some uh, great guests again for you this week. And today we've got what not just one guest, we've got two guests. <laughs> and we've got Alana and Manu and uh, both from Dan Europe, and they're doing this amazing tour, this sustainable tour, and they've been around Europe, and now they're in the UK uh, this year, and they've been going around different dive sites, uh, about 50 dive centres, and been the width and breadth of the UK, uh, spreading the message of sustainable diving, using this great Hyundai car, and um, powered by sustainable electric as well, um, so we're going to hear all about it and um, so enough of me let's get Alana and Manu on and uh, let's have a chat so Alana Manu uh welcome to the Big Scuba podcast and thank you very much for joining us it's really cool that you've given us some of your time what is it about diving that excites you guys all right so I'll start um, what
2: many things. Uh, So it's difficult to pick. But if I have to, I'll say one that actually summarizes uh, everything and is that um, by scuba diving, I am able to explore two thirds of planet Earth. Wow, if I wasn't able to scuba dive, and I love traveling and I love adventure and I love exploration, I will only be restricted to one third of planet Earth, which is above the surface.
3: For me, it's just everything. Uh, Every time I'm underwater, it reminds me what is my place on Earth. It makes me realize that uh, no matter how big our troubles seem to be, actually, we are uh, so tiny, so little compared to this amazing underwater world.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Now, we got you on, as as we said earlier, to talk about this tour. But I think what would be really nice to hear you know what actually got you in the water both of you um so ladies first alana you know mm-hmm. you tell us what you know what what got what got you into the water was the you know is a member of the family you know you it are, was him <laughs> 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 it was love
3: <laughs> so i made this incredible guy manu uh on a booth actually and he started talking to me about scuba diving and showing me videos of the colors that were underwater and I was so amazed I was like okay no I need to go there so after a while he took me diving and here I am four years later completely in love with him and the underwater world.
1: I feel so, like gooseberries now yeah. on this.
0: So did you ever consider diving before you met or was it just off your radar?
3: No, not even for once. No, not at all. Uh, even if I, I grew up in Venezuela, is a Caribbean uh, mm. country, but I never for once talk about uh, scuba diving until I met him. So I own this uh, special part of my life to him. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So, how far into your sort of diving are you? Are you what sort of qualifications have you done so far? I am an advanced diver. Yeah, I'm still looking forward to increase my my knowledge. I want to keep learning, um, but so far, I am enjoying uh, the way it is. So, Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Just take your time, and yeah, Yeah. it's a journey the rest of my life to continue learning so (laughs) this is it
1: it. yeah this is it and you've got quite a science background haven't you
3: yeah
1: so so do you find that interesting when you're diving and sort of like having that background
3: yes absolutely i am a pharmaceutical chemist so uh, actually the project we are carrying out right now is uh, related to ocean acidification which i am really interested about i'm passionate about So for me, it's incredible to be able to join my passion and my background Mm. and knowledge uh, to try to to help our oceans.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And is any of your family uh, any of them been interested in diving? Are you first?
3: (laughs) Yes, they are really interested, but none of them uh, dive yet. Uh, my dad would love to, but he did. He doesn't even know how to swim. Uh, yeah. I will start. I will need to start by showing him that. Uh, but no, no, yet uh, they are all interested. But I have a sister that is a surfer, so she surf. But no underwater uh, families yet. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's still time. Uh, still time. <laughs>
1: of, always. <laughs> and um, you are the for dan europe a sustainability and is it customer service manager as well
3: sustainability and csr
1: Uh, (laughs) so what what is it you actually do so where does that you know what do you do for for dan europe so does the science come into the sustainability side
3: yeah sustainability and csr which stem with um, social responsibility so what I'm trying to do is to help the organization to become more sustainable in all its activities and also in all the, the projects that we are trying to, to carry out. Yeah. So try to help uh, our oceans and try to be more um, socially responsible and also inclu- inclusive uh, within the diving industry.
1: Yeah, well, that's really cool because you know as divers you know we we look to dan europe obviously for insurance and uh leadership and things like that so it's really good that you're doing that for the for the company and uh yeah. the or- organization
0: there'll be a lot of people looking at dan as just like insurance and medical and they don't really you know they won't this will be great because it will show them that there's much more that deeper down that yeah you
3: you've got those values for the ocean yeah. absolutely you mentioned it very well the diverse uh, look up in a way to them it's a science-based and trustable organization so we know that we have also responsibility within mm-hmm. the industry and uh, that's why we wanted to create this department and we're working hard to start uh, this more sustainable path
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, that's brilliant yeah. okay uh so we better Uh, speak to Manu and you know find out all about your background. How did uh, you start diving? Well,
2: that is right if you talk to her only, because, you know, often when we give presentations, I'm only there for five minutes and then she takes over for another hour. (laughs) I seem to be more interested to talk to her than than me. And I I like that. Is that true? Really? I
3: talk too much. I talk too much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So I was born in a little town uh, at the foothill of the Andes Mountains, um, in a a, a town that's not so little, actually, It's, uh, it's the fourth largest province in Argentina. Um, And I, you know, grew up uh, skiing. I I think I I put on a pair of skis before I I learned how to walk. So I, you know, kept on going to the mountains and I did a lot of uh, mountaineering and uh, high altitude mountaineering and uh, mountain biking. So all all sort of um, sports related to mountains and, you know, the life path eventually, like, you know, when I was 25, took me to uh, Central America and I got engaged in in long distances uh, endurance mtv races mountain bike races Uh, and uh, on my second year in in costa rica um, you know i met someone that said well if you like adventure so much uh why haven't you done scuba diving and i was like what the heck is that you know scuba diving and well that person said well listen if you got some spare time just make your way to roatan which is an island off the coast of honduras i was in nicaragua at the time and, um, and, you know, just ask for this uh, person in, in this given uh, scuba center and, and do your open water. And I did it. So I took a bus and, uh, you know, two or three days later, I was in Rotan And um, I did my open water the first time that I got into the water. I remember I looked backwards. You know, I got this guy that was pointing like, hey, look backwards, whatever, making noise on the water. And, and I looked backwards and I had two. Eagle race uh, um, that they were swimming wow. together, coming actually towards us. They're so used to in Rotan, there's plenty of them. And uh, and I won't ever forget that image because that came in thinking already that very first time. I was like, maybe there's uh, a lot that I'm missing. And and I thought that I was covering a lot by the sports and adventures that I covered, but I wasn't. Uh, so, as I said before, I really believe that when you learn to scuba dive, you can open you know um your eyes to to the real planet earth we're only yeah. called planet earth which uh, sh- should be called planet uh blue or planet water
0: yeah oh that's good yeah so how long have you been diving for is it
2: all right so that's all that story took place in 2006 so it's been uh yeah 16 years scuba yeah, diving and,
1: wow.
2: and i've been fortunate enough to Really fortunate to to scuba dive in many different places. I go back to Rotan like four times, and I been to lots of different seas. Still, lots of different other seas or, or places that I haven't covered. It's my dream to dive in Antarctica, you know, under the mm-hmm. ice. Um, and I'm sure that that will come sooner or later. Uh, so yeah, it's been 16 years that I've been popping my head underwater. And you're instructor. Yes, I am. I am. Yeah. Um, the truth is that. I, I wanted to you know, develop my career all the way up to, to instructor. I, I you know, sort of was curious to understand how um, you know, how can you uh, adapt your knowledge to teach. And, and actually, you can be a good diver and not a good teacher, or, or maybe a good teacher, not so much a good diver, or yeah. both. And, uh, and I, so I did the IDC, and I became an instructor, but I had never taught. Um, actually, the uh, day after I finished it, I met Alana Uh, on the bus, that story on the bus took place. And I showed her plenty of videos that I actually done in Rotan. There's one that um, this is this video about an octopus that even um, Discovery Channel was interested in in it and they they bought me the rights for it. And I showed it to her and and she loved it. And since then we've been diving together. So I don't want to I just (laughs) want to continue diving with her. Yeah, you know, I I can now share it uh, with the love of my life and at the same time, the love that I have for the Underwater World. So, you know, it couldn't get any better than this.
1: Yeah, brilliant.
0: No, that's really good. And to share it as well is just, yeah. It was obviously meant to be that bus journey. Absolutely.
2: (laughs) That is right. And, you know, we we like it so much, the Underwater World, and what it means uh, that we actually not only are partners in life, but we're also working colleagues. We both work for Dan Europe. Uh, I am in the business development department. Uh, we, when we're back at uh, the headquarters at the offices, we do sort of different activities, but mm-hmm. uh, this, this is the second year of the Sustainable Tour. Uh, yeah. that you know uh, the, the, the kind listeners that are listening to us can check uh, our website, which is uh, sustainable and um, it was so successful last year that, uh, you know, we repeated it this year and it's going really well. So it has become a multi-year project for, for uh, Dan Europe yeah. that hopefully uh, will will be, uh, you know, will be um, developed in the many years ahead to come.
1: Yeah, oh, that's brilliant. So you're also uh, a diving ambassador for Fourth Element as well, I believe.
2: That is right. Yes, I I actually been an ambassador for different companies in, in the diving industry. Uh, you know, I continue to be one for for Paddy and, and for the Dan Europe, despite yeah. that we now work with, with the foundation. And uh, yeah, I was um, engaged with uh, one of the SCUBA, best known scuba manufacturers uh, out there uh, for many, many years. And I, I keep, you know, great love for them and great mm-hmm. respect. But, you know, there's a given point in life where uh, you know, perhaps the more years, you know, the older you get, the more you want to be true to yourself. And, uh, yeah. you know, since we are so involved with sustainability um, in many different aspects, um, I wasn't feeling comfortable if I, you know, wasn't working with a company that uh, such as for Element that has been mm. born. With a sustainable uh, gene, you know DNA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that's what actually uh, push um, you know the founders to to come out with a sustainable school brand. So you know when the opportunity came, we jumped on it straight away. Um, I always admire you know Fourth Element for for their ocean ocean mm-hmm. positive attitude. Yeah. And now it's like a, a dream that uh you know we came through uh working together with Alana and fourth elements uh so i think that there's a lot of very interesting years ahead and many many great adventures and in particular developments for the scuba industry which are all based on uh, taking better care of the environment uh in the production of of, of the year the manufacture
1: yeah, yeah. Right. i think they uh you know they are you know central uh, to the diving community, and um, you know, their ocean ocean positive range is, is so good to see, and not just that, their packaging as well. You know, they they uh, they've been working hard all through the lockdowns and that to get rid of plastic packaging, plastic tape, um, things like that. So um, you know, it, it, it's brilliant to see, and you know, there's a lot of a manif- lot of uh, companies out there got to look at them and sort of try and follow and keep up with them really
0: yeah and this year was quite um sort of pivotal in it because you know they brought out their snorkels their masks their fins yeah. and it's just yeah it's been yeah really refreshing to
3: see yeah just that yeah because the they're fins
1: aren't they their fins are, are made from recycled yeah, uh, the fins. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah the first in the in the industry yeah yeah
1: that is right you know
2: last year we we toured 25 000 kilometers and we made over 70 companies working uh, both on the production of uh, sustainable products or services and uh, you know it was very eye-opening because you Mm -hmm. understand better from the cities regular citizen uh, position that we have or the consumer position that you have uh, that we all have on how much companies really struggle to to be sustainable Mm -hmm. Um, you know and and it's not a it's not easy uh, you depend on, you know, policies on, on your country, on, on, you know, uh, you know, you, you might manufacture somewhere else as well. So you depend as well on on the policies on that country and then how you're going to move the goods. So there are so many things, so many aspects that you need to take into account that uh, once again, seeing fourth elements uh, working as hard as they can. Mm. Um, those are aspects that they can manage. And indeed, packaging is one of them. You know, that there, there has been a recent video of the plastic that they use, which is not plastic, it's an organic material that you put it on water, you sort of uh, stir the water, and then it dissolves, yeah. um, you know, and, and I've seen other uh, manufacturers, you know, still putting the regulators in, into small plastic bags. So the fact that we have um, a sort of medium-sized company such as Fourth Element that is growing so much. Uh, is what, you know, all industries need. They need this sort of uh, medium to, to small players that they can be much faster in the way they move and all of a sudden, uh, you know, be noticeable by the bigger players. Uh, and then those are the companies that actually push industries mm-hmm. to to sort of rethink the way they operate. And, and you know, not just the corporate social responsibility but the corporate share value, which is how do we today in the corporate world we solve uh, social or environmental issues issues by making uh you know by making economic value by by in other words making money out of it
1: yeah are uh, doing it in the right way yeah is um one of the you know i think we've got to get it to the point where it's more economical to do it uh, especially you know with the cost of living living crisis um you know and how a lot of the um plastics have got f- uh oil based um you know the cost of them you know get to get rid of them and make it more you know cheaper to use recycled products and things like that so companies think well well, it's cheaper to use them than it is just to use first time plastic you know oil-based plastics yeah it's
0: got to be accessible to everybody to get them to buy into it
1: there is so this you know the tour you know um so it started last year uh, you've got some great companies involved. Um, you've got uh, Fourth Element, Pure Waste, uh, Paddy, Bluefin, Powerlens, Hyundai have given you the great car to, to use. So where did the idea come from? Who who came up with the idea? Um, all right.
2: So we're going to be true to ourselves, as we said before. It actually uh, came about one afternoon in September 2020. We are walking by the beach in Roseto de Gliabruzzi. And as most of all beaches, that, you know, we have around the world, uh, they, they have some plastic here and there or some trash. And, you know, we, we spoke about what we could do. And and of course, um, you know, how Dan Europe, Diversal Network Europe was, um, you know, looking forward to, to sort of uh, really move uh, farther from the motto that they have and they were born you know by pushing uh, or by caring about the ocean uh sorry about the scuba safety mm-hmm. uh, but they wanted to also move about you know to work on ocean safety so so you know it was like sort of the right time from all angles uh, everything came together we put a project together we show it to uh dan europe uh, managers and they immediately love it they on it and they have been extremely supportive if it wasn't for the love and passion that dan europe uh, managers and the staff that they have for the ocean uh we have never pulled such uh such an amazing uh sustainable as uh, such as the one that we did last year and the one that we're doing now
1: yeah yeah
0: no that's really good yeah. and it's a
1: question that is um you know facing us all as price of fuel and everything else creeps up you know do we swap over to a more sustainable way of diving and you know just running the kids around and everything and general life.
2: Yeah. So um, there's so many aspects about it. You know, um, we're driving an electric vehicle. And of course, there's uh, again, you know, it's like it, it looks like we humans, you know, we can do a lot of harm or less harm. So you if you if you're doing a lot of harm and you find something that does a little bit less harm or much less harm, then you probably should move to that. Because the next step will be something that does less harm. So yeah. you are actually moving away from being harmful to the environment as the years progress. So this is the way that we see it with electrification and sustainable mobility. Um, but here's the catch. Uh, for us, it's not just, and Alana can speak a lot more and develop, uh, you know, ocean acidification about it, but it's not just about, um, you know, the the, 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 the big industry which is transportation on land that it is so much responsible for the Mm. uh, the excess co2 emissions but also once again about being true to ourselves what we do see in the next perhaps 10 years and what we dream is how we can decarbonize the scuba diving industry Mm. so you know we can continue talking for hours about how we can be sustainable in the scuba diving industry and get rid of plastics on on the wrecks and so on but let's not forget that most of the time uh, everybody uh, that you know goes scuba diving, uh, they jump on a on a boat, uh, whether it's a small dinghy or, or a big boat or a leverboard and that one is is burning fuel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then not only is burning fuel, but it might be leaking fuel or leaking oil if you have a two-stroke engine uh, into a marine reserve or or at right totally on, on the very top of the place where you're scuba diving. So. Well, you know, we dream about uh, seeing a, a conversion and and that, um, you know, going into a, a sort of sustainable mobility, whether it's hydrogen or electrification or both happening. And here's the good news. Uh, in some countries in Europe, that is already a reality. We saw with our own eyes, we have jumped actually on boats, which are solar power only with uh, solar energy. Yeah. Uh, of course, you know, you, you need what, to stand that up. Sorry? What, big boats? Uh, not so big no 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 these are like aluminum boats for four or five people uh but as you know as i was saying you need to
3: school trips
2: yeah well so 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 far they're not very powerful but if you scale that up and as energy uh sorry as technology progress uh we're pretty sure that in 10 years time that technology will be available already for for the Mm. scuba diving boat so we're happy that uh, this is actually coming cool
1: I need to pause right here. My laptop has just decided to say it's going to turn off. <laughs> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> really-
0: it in. <laughs> so are you, um,
3: have you been touring today? Yeah. well, uh, well sure. yeah no no we arrived uh, to Bristol yesterday um, in the afternoon uh, because we wanted to meet uh, Green Fins. I don't know if you know Green them Fins. yeah yes yeah yeah we're an outreach partner for them okay yeah. we met yeah. Chloe and GJ uh, yesterday and today we went to Palace offices yeah yeah so yeah we're, we're based here till tomorrow then we're gonna keep going to Cornwall right <laughs> wow anyway, yeah, we're gonna visit uh fourth element headquarters and uh, we have some events there with uh, some dive centers
1: yeah, yeah right you suited i am yeah yeah sorry about that <laughs> so how are you getting on with um because we had a, a electric car um for a short period of time for a few weeks and i found the whole Uh, Never had a a full electric car before. I found the whole experience with the car was awesome. I've got to say that. The car was great. It was amazing. Uh, Thanks to Ford UK, um, they they let us use it. But the network, I found that the whole driving around on an electric car, I was like, oh, my God, I'm looking at the speed. I'm looking at how much range I've got. How how are you finding, you know, the UK network?
3: Actually, for us, it has been pretty simple and easy. Uh, I think that uh, once you get used to it and you completely change your mindset, um, it's like that, it, it gets easier. So for us, uh, that we also partner with a company that is called Ionity that yeah. provides uh, also only renewable energy. So we make sure that we are uh, taking our message uh, carbon free away uh, so we partnered with them and they are almost everywhere around the the uk and ireland so i have to admit that we haven't, haven't had any problems except maybe for the northern part of scotland yeah. uh, but what they have is that the government has uh, set up um, charging networks that are also even free in most of the cases uh so and pretty simple simple to to pay with your credit card and online um sign up so i have to admit that for me it's been pretty simple
0: yeah yeah so it takes a lot of p- planning i think that's probably what people have to get their heads around yeah. there, there is a lot of planning involved about your route and where you can stop and to get to the destination it's a completely
3: different mindset exactly but
2: yeah i, I remember um uh, many years ago i you know when we used to go to the mountains for instance we have a map and uh, you know okay so we're gonna go through this way there's this galley you know there's this uh, altitude difference and you know just look at the map you had it with you and sort of follow a plan um so i will challenge that it takes a lot of planning i would say it takes some planning mm-hmm. um yeah. and it's um it's sort of going going back to knowing uh you know being the master of your destiny now if you jump on a on a combustion engine car and you say okay i want to go say i want to go to inverness you know you you might have turn on google google maps or, or whatever uh and then just follow it and if you're running out of law on on on, on gasoline you you know might stop in the next uh, on the highway in the next one that pops up so everything becomes automatic and then all of a sudden you're in inverness and you hardly remember where you have stopped or what you have done you know it's it's like you you went from a to b and what's in the middle um, so driving an electric vehicle, for the time being, because as this evolved, it might reach the point where you have so many charging stations that, again, you won't have to think much about it. Mm-hmm. For the time being, it does take planning to know, okay, where are my charging stations? How close are they from the destination that I want to reach? Perhaps how many times do I have to stop? And that's it. Uh, because here's the good news. At the end of the day, there's a lot more uh, charging stations for electric vehicles than for yeah. combustion engines. The reason why is for, because you can plug um, an electric vehicle to any regular socket on the wall. Um, yes, it will take more time to charge, but if you are arriving to a bed and breakfast and you know kindly ask them to let you plug the vehicle overnight, they'll do it. And yeah. in the worst case scenario, you have to you know pay five five pounds uh, for that, but you will wake up in the next morning and have an extra hundred to hundred twenty miles uh, to continue your journey. Yeah. So it is not as difficult as people think or at least uh, so far the you know combustion engine uh, or the oil industry wanted us to to believe is it's pretty simple to drive an yeah, electric. yeah
1: yeah what sort of range are you getting out of the
2: car all right so this car uh, we're driving a hyundai kona with a 64 kilowatts battery hours battery and we have a range that goes in between uh, i had to use miles uh that goes in between um I said 350 to 420 miles or f- 400 miles. No. Uh, yeah, no. 400 miles will, will be five, uh, 480. 300, 320 or, miles, yeah.
3: 450 Ks.
2: 450 Ks to 480 Ks. Ks. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Well, I'm sorry that I'm not very well at much. Yes. And, and <laughs> and much. <laughs> I'm not doing the conversion right. But
3: still, it's quite a lot. Yeah. You don't need that much. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the truth is that the maximum that we were able to uh, take out of the car was 530 kilometers uh, wow. last year uh, because it all depends on where you're driving, the temperature
0: yeah,
2: um, and, 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 you know, on and, and the terrain. Yeah. Uh, so if you become very efficient to recharge and regenerate uh, as yeah. you're driving downhill, uh, you know, you can run for many miles or kilometers without actually yeah. draining any battery at all. And- yeah.
3: Depends on your driving skills. So it's really (laughs) fun. It's really fun because you need to really learn how to properly drive. So,
1: Alana, you get more miles per charge, do you?
3: I get plenty more miles than (laughs) (laughs) Katie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Not> <laughs> the,
2: the, the truth is i'm a little bit older than alana so i'm starting to drive very slowly and caution and, and i'm getting i'm the one getting more much but it, it always takes longer with me to reach the destination yeah
0: it certainly makes you look at the kind of draining the electric and how you're driving yeah because it's a although i mean they're fast cars electric is fast isn't it
2: but yeah it's fast the torque is linear yeah, it's a lot more fun to drive uh, it's safer actually it's much safer really than combustion engine
1: mm-hmm. so what sort of um what sort of reception have you been getting from everybody when you've been going around to all the sites um you know uh are people really inquisitive because you know um this you know although the electric cars are more popular now than what they were let's mm-hmm. say a year ago you know Not many people still got them. You know, the majority is still obviously petrol and diesel. So what sort of, um, you know, people inquisitive and seriously thinking about making that change?
3: Yeah, actually, most people ask us, Okay, so you flew here. How did you uh, bring the car? how did you do it? And we said, okay, we came driving from Italy. No, no, that's not possible. So people still um, are not completely aware of the possibilities with an electric car. They still Mm -hmm. think that it's more complicated than it actually is.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely a mindset thing. And I think that's probably what the biggest hurdle there is to overcome for people to convert to electric cars, because they're readily available with most of the car manufacturers aren't
1: they yeah but did you get um any feel from either dive centers or you know places going i know you went to uh some diving locations as well you know any of them saying talking about um getting charging points um yeah certainly
2: you know again people are very uh, concerned about the, the you know the range and and uh, you know we're used to being uh Uh, living in a comfortable world. So it's like, okay, well, I'm going to jump into the electric uh, movement once I have the same amount of, you know, recharging stations that you could find for for gasoline. Uh, But once again, this is a misconception uh, that might come from lots of different places about how to use an electric vehicle. Um, Starting with the fact that a gasoline or combustion engine vehicle cannot be charged at your own home. Uh, Mm. an electric vehicle can so you become a little bit more of a master of your own destiny Uh, and then if you you know throughout the years you know solar panels and renewable energy become more Mm. accessible then you can also charge the electric vehicle with solar panel and here's the good news Uh, there are already companies in in other countries in in other continents manufacturing uh, electric vehicles that uh, they have lots of solar panels on it that they are a lot more dynamic you know they're a lot more um, aerodynamic and that they le- need less batteries and that they can recharge with solar panels uh, and this is already today uh-huh. so you know once the, the the industry has gotten into the electric movement things are not going backward it's just a, a uh-huh. forward a forward thinking for um you know development on the technology I would like to mention however something which is really important and there is a catch with electric vehicles um I won't get into how renewable uh, that the energy that you feed into the battery has to come from renewable sources if you really want to you know have uh, a green loop Uh, but it's about the 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 mining for the batteries almost everything we do even a, a regular car has to you know there's we're gonna mine because you need. The metal to create the chassis or yeah uh, so or, or like if you know like a cell phone you're gonna mine. if you like a laptop like the ones that we're using now you're gonna mine. um yeah. so we nowadays we know that we mine for almost everything that we do in in our uh you know current society or in the current times um but with the electric vehicle the battery can be recycled Um, and it can be recycled a lot more than the regular citizens uh, know or are led to to think Um, as we tour in the scandinavian countries some of them already starting with big recycling facilities and the citizens there they said hey if you have some spare change invest in the recycling uh, industry because this is what you know is going to drive the future Um, so you can recycle the battery and you don't really need to mine uh you know in the deep waters Uh, and that is a main concern for the ocean because there are already companies out there some of them that they got licenses already to start mining uh in in the in the very bottom of the ocean
1: yeah i've heard Uh, about this yeah
2: correct Um, in the deep sea mining exactly um so that is terrible however let's not forget that most of the oil that we continue to put in uh in the gasoline cars today comes from deep sea uh, and, and, you know, there's oil spills on a daily basis. We met with companies that they clean or, you know, oil spills, uh, very professional companies in Scandinavian countries as well. And they did recognize, you know, in between closed doors and the said, listen, you read about the big oil spills but they're going to be huge for you to read about them mm-hmm. we work because there are minor spills happening almost every day,
1: every
2: day. And, uh, and that's that's what keeps it going you know economically and, and financially so you know we as i said yes no matter what we do we have an impact on on planet earth but you can go from having a really really big bad impact to something that is uh you know Less of an impact, yeah. and that if you support it in the future, will be uh, eventually, uh, you know, a much lesser impact of what we're doing now with the seas.
3: Yeah, um, as uh, technologies advance, advance, we um, will start to see smaller batteries. We will start to see more recycling batteries so um, uh, we account on the evolving technology to also um, uh, make a less impact uh, we also visited once when we uh, stopped buying um uh, norway a uh, company that is working to create um, batteries out of sawdust really? so, yeah so there are several several options um, other than going deep sea mining um, we are excited to see how all of this evolve. Mm. Cool. Yeah, it's, a, well, it's it depends how
0: quickly technology advances, but as the world is much better at doing things, you hope that it will advance quicker.
1: But yeah. COVID has proved the point, hasn't it? Mm. That um, once money is made available, all of a sudden things can be moved really, really quick. You know, they, they brought a vaccine up, you know, uh, within months when that's usually taken years to come up with something like that so that you know anything's possible you know as long as the money's made available but you're right you know if alternatives that can be made and uh anything's got to be better than having i seen something i was reading like massive great big like earth moving excavators and things like that which are controlled from the 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 surface and there they are going along the bottom scary that is yeah yeah that's right and yeah you mentioned about the money
2: being available and of course we uh, we have to be very well aware that you know there's um, a huge amount of percentage in the population that they they suffer you know uh if you live in europe or in in america or some places in asia uh you know you're gonna consider yourself lucky because you know there's plenty of other countries you know, we come from latin america countries that you know they suffer from a lot of poverty uh, but you can have poverty from, uh, you know, economical conditions, political conditions, or even so- social yeah. conditions, yeah. Uh, like, you know, that you could see in some countries in Asia and so on. Um, but we consumers from, from this part of the world, we, you know, we make a decision, we vote, or we cast our vote every time we make a decision when we buy. And, uh, you know, we've we done almost 32,000 Ks, uh, we stop in you know a huge number of gas stations and uh and you know we've seen a lot of extremely expensive cars so you know what is these people doing with these you know extremely expensive cars and then so they are choosing where they are actually investing their money and they, they could have chosen for a more Uh, sustainable or environmentally friendly option and they didn't Uh, but you don't need to have tons of money you know every time you go to a supermarket or maybe the scuba gear you're going to buy you know ask yourself is it going to come packed uh, in a plastic bag maybe then this is not the company that needs to support uh, you know even a mask for 20 pounds how is it being wrapped so you know you have to uh, believe that uh, as a citizen you have a lot of power and you can influence the area that surrounds you your family your friends and the places where you go and do uh, shopping that's uh, that's a tremendous power because if multiply that power times thousands times hundred thousand times millions in a country then you can certainly um you know have an influence on how the economy and the companies behave yeah Mm.
0: yeah and every little bit that anybody can do all helps to the bigger cause so yeah it doesn't have to be a massive change that individuals make and like buying sustainable scuba gear is just the start of it
1: education is the is the key i think um as divers we kind of get it you know we see it we we we, Mm. you know Uh you only got to look underwater and you think wow this is amazing yeah we've got to look after it i think as divers we kind of get it but um it's getting the general public, you know, and uh, as well. And uh, I think education, I can't remember who it was, was talking about that. And I I do definitely, definitely agree with that. And that's hence why it's really important to get the kids involved, um, you know, along the way. And I think you doing the tour, the sustainability tour is a really good way um, of spreading the message.
3: Yes, that's exactly our aim, our goal with this project. We're trying to bring uh, to all squad divers um, a scientific-based uh, education on our oceans uh, because we all go there. We all see what's going on, the beauty of the underwater world, but we also see the destruction and how they're changing and suffering. So what uh, we noticed that was missing is maybe a more comprehensive um, uh, knowledge of uh what is uh, that is actually affecting our marine ecosystems in a scientific uh, point of view so we w- with this project what we're trying to explain is um, in a more easy to digest way and yeah. friendly yeah. way uh, what how is ocean acidification uh, affecting uh, our oceans what is it and what can we do uh, to help uh, to this uh, big marine threat
1: cool. Yeah, so sure. when does the tour come to the end? You you say you're off to Cornwall.
3: Yeah, we are heading up to Cornwall, and we're going to be around for uh, two more weeks, uh, and then going back uh, to beautiful Italy. Yeah, oh, awesome. Yeah. So, so, as you've been in the UK, have you actually
0: done any diving in the UK? Yes, we have, and we love it. Really? <laughs>
3: so, <laughs> where have you been? <laughs> well, we. Hmm?
2: So yeah, we we uh, went up all the way up to the Orkney Islands. Uh, through the west uh, coast of sorry the east coast of england yeah um so um no no scotland yeah 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 but in order to reach scotland <laughs> we needed to go through england coming down from italy so we went up the coast of the east coast of england and we dove we, we did a couple of dice quarry until we reached uh, a beautiful place where we dove with seals yeah right, it was with seals.
3: far seals. island Fun, Fun and yeah. beautiful, and we also could dive in the area. It was a really beautiful short, um, short, dive. Yeah, short beautiful. dive. Yeah, short dive. Beautiful. And then
2: we we reached the Orkney Islands, and we love diving in the Orkney Islands. Uh, we actually love the islands, both underwater and above water. They, they are so rich in history yeah. and in in you know in the, the 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 nature is amazing and and the history underwater as well. So. love, yeah, it's, uh, it's a highly recommended place for anybody.
1: And who did you dive with up there?
2: In the Orney Islands? With whom we with,
3: with, with a really uh, nice couple that managed this dive center that is called Kraken Diving.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: They are great. Uh, so we visited the Churchill Barriers, and it was amazing. We love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and now you're
0: heading to Cornwall, which is another great diving area as well. So hopefully... Yeah, have you got any
3: dives planned? Yes, we have. We're gonna be diving there with Port Harris.
1: Oh yes, yeah.
3: So yeah, it's gonna be incredible. I'm sure Uh, we are looking forward to it. We also went to Ireland, and we were diving also there in the um, Aran Islands. That was super beautiful too. So we have to admit that you have a beautiful region, uh, both below and uh, and above uh, water. We love it.
1: Who's you, um, I've got to ask, um, who's you diving with at the Farne Islands? Who, who took you out? Uh, uh,
3: dive, uh, dive Academy. Dive Academy. Dive, dive
1: Academy.
2: Mm-hmm. No, Farne uh, Island. Uh, Aran uh, Island. Aran Island's uh, in, Sorry. in Ireland.
3: In Ireland, Aran Island, it was a Dive Academy. In Farne Island, we were with Fifth Point. Fifth Point. Fifth Point Diving.
1: Fifth Point Diving.
3: Yeah. Yeah, because we were there
0: at the end of uh, July yeah and now we're gonna we're off there next
3: thursday
2: yeah uh, all right there you are yeah you you can contact fifth point diving mean, great we're, people as well
3: nick yeah. and and james okay so, cool so yeah yeah what i did look them up yeah uh-huh. yeah we oh, that's great great yeah. yeah. so
1: who you know what gets you out of your comfort zone <laughs>
3: uh, okay for me <laughs> having to speak in different languages <laughs> So, how many languages do you speak? Uh, well, I only speak Spanish, so I will say that poorly uh, English and poorly Italian, but I try because uh, if you don't jump out of your comfort zone, you don't grow. So, yeah, even if it scares me and it takes me out of my comfort zone, I still do it because I have a lot to say.
1: Your English is great.
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> It's no, it's okay. really very good. It is. So I'm learning. If you have heard me one year ago, mm-hmm. but I'm improving and I, I'm not a quitter. So even if it uh, scares me, because I'm, you can see me, I'm sweating right now. Because <laughs> it really takes me out of my comfort zone, but I still do it.
1: Your English is so much better than my Spanish.
3: <laughs> do you know any Spanish word?
1: No, unfortunately not. Um, hola.
3: Ah, there you go. Hola. There you go. What about uh, una cerveza, por favor? Uh, One th- more, drink, please. One more, please. Well done. <laughs> That's all you need.
0: <laughs> yeah. How about you, Manu? What's kind of your comfort zone issue? <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, um, what takes me out of my comfort zone is the destruction of the natural habitat and, and the wild places on, on planet Earth. I I feel, why does it take me out of my comfort zone? Because I feel that I'm going to run out of time when I reach the end of my life without having done enough. And, um, you know, uh, sometimes I, I feel that I'm being stuck and that I could do a lot more or that I should have done a lot more in the past uh so uh you know one more day you leave um is one less day you have to work on it yeah. so that really worries me but um that doesn't stop me from doing as much as i can yeah
0: well make the most of every day that's the main yeah awesome. seize the day seize the day, yes.
1: Hashtag <laughs> seize the day. So, um, manu let's we'd like to get a um, bit of a life hack bit of a bit of a nugget to give our listener um Manu what what have you could what have you got that you could maybe you know pass on to our listeners who are listening um you know as a life hack or a bit of a bit of a nugget to take away from today's episode
2: well I guess uh, most of the people that are listening to uh the Big scuba podcast the school um or that they're interested in 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 water and and what lies under the surface um so I, I started the whole thing the other way around i, I come from mountaineering and, and spending time at you know very high altitude uh, so i would recommend people that they you know they, they sort of uh explore different ways of understanding the natural world uh, like if they are too much into school diving they don't stop of course but that they try to you know hike up mm. uh, a, a plateau, you know, there's the Atacama desert, there's uh, the Tibetan plateau. Uh, there are still plenty of glaciers, although most of them are receding, um, but th- that you can visit and indeed see how they're melting, uh, but still beautiful places, uh, forests, you know, that are being cut off. Um, so basically that will be my, my you know, what I would suggest is just explore, yeah. try to develop different ways of understanding and relating with the natural world,
1: yeah, brilliant. brilliant, yeah. And Alana,
3: for me, something that is uh, like my mantra is that everything in life is uh, temporary. So no matter what are you um, living right now, what are you going through, if it's a good time, enjoy it with homeless, humbleness, because it's it's gonna pass. But also, if you are gonna going through a tough time. Uh, learn to be patient because it also gonna it's gonna pass
0: yeah yeah that's good it's a bit like some people say riding a wave you go up and then you come down but you'll always come up again and it's yeah. a, mm-hmm.
3: back life. so yeah. we need to embrace it yeah
0: yeah no really really good really? Yeah. so with your diving if you could like this amazing underwater world we've got if you could take three people underwater they don't have to be divers they don't have to swim but if it's just taking them
3: underwater who would you take and why so, Alana okay <laughs> well, I will definitely take my dad because I know that he will love it but he he needs to uh, learn how to swim first but I will will definitely take him uh, then I will take um, one of my best friends uh, Villa who passed away uh, a couple years ago uh, because he was like the freest spirit I've ever met Uh, I know that he will be super happy underwater and that we will enjoy our time together and finally I think that I will take maybe Um, Venezuela's president to leave him there on the water, leave him there. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I will take uh also my sister because I know that it's a step that she wants to take. She's a surfer, and now I think that she will enjoy being on the Mm. water.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, really good answers. Yeah, how about you, Manu?
2: All right, I wish you would have asked seven, for seven people and not three, because I have three sisters, uh, six nephews and nieces, and one on the way. That will see the light wow. next Wow. <laughs> so that will make a total of seven um, nephews and nieces. So I will have to decide on taking the three eldest ones, uh, the eldest of each of my sisters, so that would be Nico, uh, Giovanni, and i will stay and i will certainly take them scuba diving yeah uh, since they are the eldest ones in each of the families and and i'm pretty sure that they will then pass on the passion to their sisters and, and brothers and so we'll end, eventually end up all of us scuba diving i will take the kids
1: yeah get them get them involved yeah sounds yeah like, and
0: they'll sounds tell like come
1: from sorry
0: well i was gonna say and then they'll tell their friends and it
1: just spreads yeah correct sounds like you come from a big family.
2: Yeah, I do. We're four. Uh, four. I'm, I'm the eldest one. and the only uh, boy in the family. And then I have my three sisters. So, yeah, four yeah. siblings. <laughs> wow,
1: Excellent. OK, um, so, OK, this question will go to, to you both again. Um, if we gave you a billboard, OK, and you can put anything on there, what you like. You can put an image, uh, a video, uh, a statement. Whatever you want, it's your billboard that's going to go out to the whole world. What are you going to put on it? And this question goes to Alana.
3: Okay, I will put the image that was taken by Voyager Boyard, Boyard One, One, uh, Space Voyager One, in 1990. Uh, the blue pale dot is uh, this beautiful photograph, uh, space. It was taken like 6 billion kilometers away. And where you can see the earth looking like literally a blue little pale dot. And for me, that image uh, says everything because it reminds me how fortunate we are to live in this planet that can harbor our life, but also reminds me how little we are uh, in this vast uh, universe. So our problems are not that important. (laughs) Uh, We are fortunate to be alive.
1: I like that, because that could be a whole jet black background with a little tiny, little tiny Earth right in the center.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Powerful. Yeah, yeah uh,
0: very.
2: Manu, over to you. Well, I'll, I'll continue with the universe theme. And um, There was another photo uh, taken a little over a decade afterwards by the Hubble telescope, which is called the Deep Field uh, Photo. And uh, so they pointed at a a place in the universe that was dark uh, for, I think it was between two to three months. And uh, so, you know, open the telescope and the mirror and it was gathering light through all those uh, uh, weeks. And eventually, you know, the photo uh, or the image show that in that place that is naked with the naked eye is dark. Uh, There are billions of galaxies. Um, mm-hmm. If you actually, uh, you know, raise a pinch of sand in between your fingers and point towards the sky, that would be the size of the, um, you know, uh, ratio that the telescope cover for the photo. Uh, so once again, I cannot only echo Alana's word, but also say that, uh, you know, often we are not thinking about which is our place in the universe. Uh, we don't mm-hmm. understand even which is our place on planet earth was so you know much um you know traveled by you know mundane things that we forget that there must be life out there we haven't seen it the universe is so vast that we don't know where it is uh and you know until we reach it until we find that there's life or whatever if there's no uh that that makes our planet even more uh valuable you know people forget about how valuable is living on planet earth they don't think about it they don't see the cosmic perspective they they see it from from a very um sort of uh low angle so i think that both the image that alana mentioned and and deep one the deep uh blue um deep field photo and many others which are coming now the new telescope is taking great photos Uh, hopefully helps people to understand better, which is our position in the universe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Brilliant Brilliant answers. Yeah. And you're so, so right. Cause there are people like worrying about what they're going to have for their dinner or worrying about, you know, they've got a puncture or something, but in the whole scale of things, you know, that is quite minor. (laughs) It's just, yeah. When it comes to the unit, you know, the earth that we live on. Yeah. Brilliant Brilliant answers. answers. Really, really good. So if people want to find more about the tour and about Dan in general, but particularly the tour, where is best for them to go to to find out about you?
3: Okay, well, you can visit certainly our website that is SustainableTour.eu or you can follow us in Instagram, uh, Dan Europe or our personal accounts that is Manu Bustelo or Alana from the Sea.
0: Great. Okay. Well, we'll put those uh, the links in the show notes so that everybody can click on those that are listening. So that's a, yeah, really good. But yeah, it's been a, yeah, great chatting to you, and yeah, really inspiring. And yeah, you just show that um, you know looking after a planet is just accessible to everybody, and it doesn't matter how small their effort is; it makes a big difference.
1: And uh, sustainable diving is the future. Correct. That is certainly true. Uh, we thank you.
2: For having us here, we really admire the job that you do because it's through great communicators such as you that, you know, messages and stories can take can be taken out there. And hopefully lots of uh, young fellows, young kids from you know, high school are, are listening and, and, you know, uh, will become the, the future leaders of the world.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, yeah, thank you, Gemma. Keep it inspiring our community. So, That's yeah. awesome! So, thank you very much. Thank for you very this. much. It's been great.
1: <laughs> thanks for having. Thanks for coming on. Thank you very much for your time. We look forward to meet you in person one day. Yes. Yes. Very cool. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, um, how cool was that? That yeah, really good.
0: Brilliant! Yeah, great couple, and quite a deep message
1: as well yeah i thought um uh that's pretty cool how they met um yeah yeah that that sounds great and uh the tour you know sounds good you know sounds great as well sounds like they had a really busy time of it
0: yeah really good but yeah them being a couple and their passion for diving and the um environmental sort of care that they've got for our oceans you know and the world in general is just a yeah, It's sort of a double whammy, really, isn't it? So, they've got yeah. the power of uh, you know, not just one person, it's the power of two, and it's much more powerful.
1: Yeah, there's um, some really good answers, I thought, as well, with the uh, our usual set questions. So, yeah. um, yeah, um, you know, I thought, yeah, that was really good, and also it was good as well. What I picked out on, uh, the companies involved, mm. actually, you know, you know, fourth element uh paddy bluefin power Paral- power you know it's good seeing all them in- involved pure waste another one yeah and uh is it ionity ionity
0: the charging um yeah. points yeah yeah so it's all um especially with the charging points using renewable energy so yeah. you know that again it's not just plugging it in you've got to think where that energy has come from and you know they they've thought all about that and it was really good to hear that driving an electric car to destinations was no big deal. You know, it is a mindset. And that was really quite refreshing. It is yeah. just a change of perception about driving.
1: It is, but I think uh, it, the only thing I would uh, need, need to add is, is that we do need, like, um, charging points at dive Locations, yeah, which definitely. I know that's not going to happen overnight,
0: and even dive centers because that would then, yeah, kind of maybe entice people to go to their local dive center because they know they can pop their charge in and uh, they can go and you know buy their fins or fill the tanks and head off again, yeah,
1: yeah. Even there's like one or two you know points mm. where somebody can actually charge because if you go and do uh, a course, uh, say, and uh, uh, do your paddy open water training Mm. you can be in the pool you know you you could be there for three four hours yeah enough to get your car charged while you're there you know and also you know that question of when you go into a dive center dive site to to do a day's diving you know can you go there do your days diving uh full day two three dives Mm. and then get back on that one charge you know and it is having a charge while you're diving just is a no-brainer
3: yeah yeah i
0: think there needs to be maybe a lot more publicity and education about us converting yeah i'm just thinking the uk yeah converting people over to thinking oh it is quite an easy transition moving from a you know normal petrol diesel car to an electric car and even people like dive centers they've all got like dive vehicles haven't they their vans yeah. where they transport so that would be a great next step if there was some move for all the dive centers to make their vehicles electric
1: yeah yeah well that'll be good it's mm. gonna be good to share about all this um uh, the episode coming out yeah, and, yeah. Uh, that's gonna be good
0: yeah they're a fun couple as well really good yeah friends. yeah, yeah and- very positive and you know the world yeah we have got things that we need to put right and uh everybody has to play their part
1: yeah i like it because um you know it's, it's made people think you know if you if you're seeing the car go around and, and maybe you send them on tour you're gonna and you don't have an electric car it's gonna pop that question is it mm. you think well Do is now a good time to make that transition
0: yeah yeah it was it it is about yeah uh how would you put it just making another question mark so it's making people think and hopefully looking into what options they've got
1: yeah not dismissing it
0: have an open mind
1: yeah brilliant all right well um That's kind of it, really, isn't it? You know, for 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 this this. episode,
0: yeah. So, thank you for downloading, and uh, yeah, we'll see you on the next one.
1: Yeah, don't forget to leave us a five star review. We need those reviews, so uh, do that. That would be really cool. That really help us out, and. Uh, help build up the exactly. uh the, fo- the following and spread the message
0: yeah and if you want to drop us a message you can always uh, pop into our dms and send us a message and if you've got any recommendations for future guests or any comments about the episode drop us a line
1: yeah yeah we've had people make contact and we have it's great uh, say come on we'll be on i want to talk about my diving to <laughs> so do that
0: yeah so they, there's lots of people with lots of stories to tell so yeah come our way
1: (laughs) yeah so but for this week that was the big scuba podcast see you next time see
0: you next time
1: now that does wrap up today's episode of the big scuba podcast but if you want to hear more from the podcast make sure you hit that subscribe or follow button depending on what platform you are listening on that way you will never miss an episode from us but if you are listening on apple Podcasts and did enjoy what you heard today we would really appreciate it if you head to the show page to leave a five star rating and review it really does help us if you do please take a screenshot of that review and send it to us on Instagram and we'll give you a shout out to say a big thank you. If you have any questions for us or anything that has been mentioned in today's episode, be sure to reach out to us on any of our social media platforms or send us an email. The links are in the show notes. We will get back to you no matter what. If you have made it to this point in the episode, we both want to say a big, big thank you for tuning in and we'll see you on the next episode.